Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. Heartbreaks. Hunter Renfro. Little man makes another enormous play. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. It would be YOG bring your own guts. And every Saturday, you tap that sign. The wait is over. College football is here. Welcome back, folks, to the Wes and Walker Show. This is Team Week, and it is time to talk about the Clemson Tigers. And as we do for every Team Week to start things off, we're going to get into the recent success of the Clemson Tigers. And it's been a whole lot of it, led by head coach Dabo Sweeney in his 15th full season as head coach. He spent 21 seasons on the Clemson staff in total. In total, we know that it was one of the most improbable hires, runs, all of that stuff. Dabo, we've heard him talk about how he didn't even think he was going to get the job, even be considered, all of that good stuff. But what has he done? The first coach in program history to lead Clemson to multiple national championships. He's got an 80% win percentage. He enters the 2023 season as the winning active the winningest active coach by percentage in the FBS among coaches with at least 10 seasons of head coaching experience. He enters 2023 as the seventh longest tenured head coach in the FBS. His 161 and 39 record through 200 career games puts him alongside college football hall of famers, Bob Stoops and Robert Nealon for the fifth most wins through 200 games in college football history. And in 2022, they went 11-3, and and they won another ACC championship. They became the first program in an active Power 5 conference to win seven outright titles in an eight-year span since Alabama won eight out of nine SEC titles outright from 1971 through 1979. They extended their streak of consecutive 10-win seasons to 12, becoming only the third FBS program ever to record double-digit wins in a dozen consecutive seasons. And their 6-4 and four all-time in the college football playoffs, second-most wins of any program since the format's inception. So lots and lots and lots of success under Dabo, Dabo. Sweeney. Lots of success under Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, how about two championships in three years worth of time when you go back from 2016, 2017, going 12 and 2, and then the next year going undefeated at 15 and 0? They went to the championship the year after that as well. They went to four championship games out of five seasons total, and they haven't been back to the championship game since the last one in 2019. Now, the fact that we're talking about that being a disappointment for Clemson football. Even here we are in the early 2020s. 
the fact that we are not that far removed from Clemsoning being a bad a bad verb. Mm-hmm. If you were Clemsoning, that means you were choking down the stretch and you weren't winning many football games. Dabo takes over in 2008, goes four and three in seven games, nine and five, six and seven, and then goes to at least a bowl game every single year. And how about in 2011, Wes? That's when they started their double-digit win seasons. Ten and four, and they're not looking back after that run. This is what's crazy about Clemson. We look back at last year and think, man, that's a little bit of a disappointing season. 11-3, and 10-3, and three, three losses, and you had become accustomed to them flirting with an undefeated season, but most likely dropping one, maybe two. But the fact that you dropped three games last year and you still win the ACC championship and your quarterback wasn't amazing and certainly did not live up to a lot of the expectations he had after what was a prolific passing performance against Notre Dame, going for 400 yards a couple of times, you did not get that DJ Uyunglele. Nope. But then Cade Klubnik comes in and has a great game against the ACC champion representative in North Carolina. But now it's still a little bit of a question mark there. Even with the question mark at quarterback, this is why you have to put your faith in Clemson. Because despite that happening last year, the disappointment, they still win the championship. They still win the conference championship. Now you get an offensive coordinator who is really highly regarded where he got to the championship game last year. Garrett Riley was coaching in that thing, and now he's coaching with Clemson. You have a defense that I'm really high on this year. I don't know how you aren't. They have a great linebacking duo coming back. They were actually 17th in points against last season in the entire country, and you have a lot of returning starters. Yes, even if you lose four guys going to the NFL, Mm -hmm. the starters that are coming back are really good. They're just reloading and reloading like they've become accustomed to. Will Shipley, your boy, you called him the best running back, the best skill player in the ACC outside of QB. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe you have some debate with Trey Benson this year, but it's not like it's a hot debate. Will Shipley very well could turn out the best season. You got to be high on Clemson. It's why they absolutely are going to be in the mix to get back to the championship game this year. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think the impressive thing about it is just how Dabo's done it. I say it to people all the time. Coming up as a kid, when I would watch Clemson football, they always seemed like a team that every four years when they had a really uh, seasoned veteran team that they would win 10 games, perhaps go to a bowl game that was New Year's Day or later. And that was the best you were going to get. I never thought that this program would have reached the heights that it has under Dabo Sweeney as far as just competing for a national championship. Like, they've approached elite SEC team-like expectations. When I talk about, like, the Georgias, the Alabamas, and Georgia has just gotten back to this point, but the Alabamas, the LSUs to where – And even the Floridas, which we'll see in the documentary, you see it in the trailer for the documentary about the Florida Gators to where it's championship or bust around those parts and anything less is a failure. And I think that Clemson has approached that status under Dabo Sweeney. And that's something I never thought they would do. And I feel like the biggest thing that he's done, he went out again and got SEC-like in how he recruited the defensive line, building that depth on the defensive lines, getting nasty up front on the offensive line, not to mention the slew of great skill players that he's had there as well. And then no doubt about it, the transcendent quarterbacks that he's had, especially when you talk about Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence helped get him over that hump as well. But I just think that everything that he's been able to do there, building this program into what it is, it's been remarkable to say the least uh, because for so long you watched this league and you thought if anybody was going to be uh, the, the, the standard bearer in the league, it was going to be Florida State as far as a national perspective. They won the title in 2013. They dominated 
dominated the 90s, the early 2010s. They were still good. And Clemson, you always thought that at best would maybe luck up and get a win against a Florida State in some years and win the ACC championship in the regular season. But now, as I've said, and we've talked about, Dabo has eight ACC championships, two national championships under his belt. They are one of the premier programs in all of America, uh, and and this is just one of the great, great programs across this country, man. And you can't say enough about the job that that staff has done. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's why it's why you expect Clemson at least to get to the conference championship game, and you probably expect them to win it every single season. Every time there's an opportunity to possibly pick a different team. I think pundits are going to do that. This year, it's Florida State. It is not inconceivable to think that Florida State finally has enough talent to the point where maybe they can bring Clemson down. But we've had this conversation before. We had it a couple of weeks ago. Did Florida State get so good and this good a year too late? Mm -hmm. If they were this good last year... Maybe that's the year that they're able to win the ACC championship. But now Clemson says, look, that was too close for comfort. we got to go fix this. So now they have Kate Klubnick, DJU. He's out. Didn't work for him. Maybe you blame DJ. Maybe go you get Gary Riley. Whatever. You, you got a different quarterback now, and you have a new offensive coordinator. All right, enough of this playing around stuff. Let's go get one of the best play callers in all of college football, and let's pony up to go get him. Let's pay that man his money. And then you expect the defense to pick up where it left off last year. And this is a team that did not lose until November when they get to Notre Dame on the road. You lose 35 to 14. You lose 31 to 30, the second to last game of your year before the bowl game. And then you lose to South Carolina 31 to 30. Don't want to lose against the rival in the Gamecocks. I totally get it. But, man, this is all while DJU's not throwing for anything other than, like, 230 a game. Not even. If DJU threw for 230 yards, that was on the high end of how much on how much he could throw for. They were 66th in the country in passing offense last year, Wes, and they're still doing enough comfortably to win the ACC championship. Maybe it might be a trendy thing to go click on Florida State when you're doing your ACC polls as that being the best team in the conference. But Clemson has reigned supreme this entire decade, and I expect them to bounce back once again. Bounce back after a three-loss year, right? Like, I expect them to get even better. And even if Kate's not Trevor Lawrence, because that's the ultimate question. Even if Klubnik's not Trevor Lawrence, even if Klubnik's not Deshaun Watson, I expect him to be better than what DJU was last year. And that may be all you need in order to get back to the college football playoff. Yeah, and so when you look at it, man, and you talk about Dabo, in your opinion, do you think that he is the GOAT ACC coach? Man, that's it, it's such a loaded, it's such a big-time question, but I don't know who would be better right now. Bobby Bowden is the one that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many championships that he has within the ACC. He got two. Bowden is the guy that comes to mind, and then who else would be a part of the running here? Yeah, that's, that's the guy I look at as well. When you look at... Uh, Coach Bowden and what he did at FSU, and he got two national titles for the state, dominated the 90s, early early 2000s as well. Because um, Frank Beamer is one that you'd have to throw out there. Like, you'd have to give him a mention just for conversation, right. but Beamer is And he is came not. to the league kind of late. Like, yeah. he didn't get into the ACC. Like, Tech was still good, but they weren't. Right their most dominant season in the ACC. Well, and even when Miami comes aboard and joins the ACC, they had had their success in the Big East before you actually get to the ACC. And so you're not really, you're not talking Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Like with all their championships, you can go to that 01 roster in Miami. But again, I mean, I don't know if anybody would say like Larry Coker or Butch Davis <laughs> are the best ACC coaches of all time. 
it's got to be Dabo or Bobby Bowden. And then I'll tell you this, the thing that Dabo has over everyone is who has the biggest turnaround? Who, who has a bigger turnaround at their respective university compared to Dabo? Well, yeah, Bobby Bowden, when he did come to Florida State, they were a perennial doormat. They really were. Uh, yeah, they were, they were really bad. Was it so bad to the point that the verb was Florida Stating compared to Clemsoning? It wasn't, I mean, look. but Florida State wasn't even a thought when Bobby Bowden took that job over. Um, you know, but when you, when you compare the accomplishments, because he's the second winner in his coach in college football history, he's had 14 consecutive 10-win seasons from 87 to 2000. Dabo has 12 at this point, consensus national titles in 93 and 99. And the 99 squad was the first in college football history to go wire to wire uh, as the number one team all season long. But it, it's a great debate. If I want to so, be definitive, I'm going to go. You're going to go Dabo? Oh, it's so tough, man. I love Cozy Bowden so much. I'm going to go Dabo. So, Dabo. So, yeah, if you look at Bobby Bowden, he takes over for Daryl Mudra in 1974. Or excuse me, in 1976 he takes over that job, but they're going three and eight, one and ten, zero oh and eleven. There is an awful three-year stretch. But Larry Jones had them going to a couple of bowl games before he goes defeated, zero oh and eleven, that 1973 season. And Bill Peterson has them going bowling in a couple of games before that. I just look Florida State for sure, right? Like it's a big turnaround. I didn't give it enough love. Just when we talk about Clemson. Having a team that was all over the place, and then Dabo comes in, and now they're a perennial powerhouse. Like, even now, it's a down year, man. Mm-hmm. And they lost three games. I'm probably going to go Dabo. Okay. All right. Well, that's great debate, man. And both of them are fantastic coaches. And you would think that Dabo's got a lot of years left at Clemson to be able to surpass uh, even what he's done so far. Last last thing I want to mention about Bowden. So, if you look at when he started to win double-digit games every single season— He had his first double-digit winning season. Well, he had a couple in the late 70s, but then he had them consecutively. In 1987, he goes 11-1, and then he has a double-digit winning season every year up until 2000, and then you have a 10-3 season before eventually you get Jimbo Fisher in there. But there is, what, an 87-2000 to run where he doesn't do anything other than double-digit victories, and then you look at what Dabo Sweeney's been able to do. He's closing in on that. He's closing in on that kind of run. So we're getting into Bowden territory as far as what Dabo was able to accomplish when Florida State was at the peak of their powers. All right. Well, when we come back, that was our first edition of Team Week for the Clemson Tigers to start their week all 